welcome back to the Dice Breaker podcast with your temporary host, Michael Wheels Wheeler, because Matt is off sick. <laughs> Matt has been usurped. He has. Mm-hmm. When I say off sick, I mean he has been uh, killed in single combat, and I have taken his throne. Oh, I see. Wow. <laughs> Which constitutes as a dad. sick day in, in modern <laughs> in modern times. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, we're back for episode seventy six, the Dicebreaker podcast. I'm joined mm. as ever by two members of the team. It's a, a big old shout to Alex Meehan. How you doing, Meehan? Hi, I'm here. Uh, like that little bit of mould on your wall that you can't get rid of. <laughs> Just lurking. Yeah, that's how I always describe you to, to new people. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm always there, old reliable. <laughs> uh, and we've also, of course, got Olivia Kennedy. Hey, you Liv? Hello, I'm doing good, thank you. From the like studio, it looks wheels. like. I am. Liv- yeah, no, Liv is, Liv is in the... In the shadow realm, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> all white for some reason. Yeah, yeah that's the joke. I'm in the void, yeah. That, this yeah. is the thing. Um, I have. Um, I was in the middle of filming a video, and then I did tip back into the void. And now I'm just kind of floating, yeah. uh, just floating around in here. So I will say um, the great thing about having live in the studio is it means that if we say something funny, me and we can then go. <laughs> that's great. Back to you in the studio, live. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, we're we're yeah. filming on location. I... Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Get out. On location. He's on such location. a criminal. Whenever we're live, trying to film something, whenever we're live, he's such a criminal. He needs to go back to gay baby jail. He's a Aww. smooth criminal. <laughs> so smooth. He's so slinky. soft. I don't know about smooth. Um, <laughs> but here we are back in the Dicebreaker podcast. If this is your first time here, this is our live recording that we do every Friday and then we post it on Monday on all sorts of platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Spotify and, and Apple and all the things. Uh, yeah, but, we're oh, lurking in there. Yeah, we're, we're lurking there. around. We're there. Google Podcasts, uh, your oh, RSS yeah. feed, whatever you like. Uh, we are yeah. creeping around, making weird comments about <laughs> things that are loosely related to board games. And that's the kind of thing that we're going with today. Um, because as ever, we have a, a fun little feature coming up. Uh, oh. I, I won't tell you what it is, but just to tease it. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the casting for the the Mario movie <laughs> but that might have something to do with it. Just to to tease you back in, it, if you were thinking about is, falling off. Sorry, it is, it is a federal crime. <laughs> I don't understand. It's to be fair, I think it's ninety percent fine. No, no, it's ninety percent fine. We all know who the problem is. Yeah. Mm. Why? Why is Danny DeVito not Mario? It, exactly. it baffles. It boggles the mind. It really. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know we are very biased. <laughs> I don't know what yes. you're talking about. <clears throat> Look, Danny DeVito put the D and D in D and D. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's he's an important <laughs> person in this yeah. entire gamer sphere. You know. Mm-hmm. He. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, Bob Hoskins has passed away. Um, the original Mario. Right. Uh, noted for his uh, famous line, Luigi, we're the aliens! <laughs> you did a very good Bob Hoskins. Thank you. Uh, um, accent. Yeah, as the man <laughs> who, on the set of the original Mario Brothers film, spent most of it <laughs> drunk. Um, well, he had to get through it somehow, didn't he? Yeah, he had to get through it somehow. And also, at one point, had his arm broken. <laughs> 
in yeah, in just oh. like there was a car chase scene, and you can see the moment they kept that they kept that clip oh, in. You can see ew. the moment where his arm is broken. <laughs> Very professional. Maybe he was so drunk that he just that's, couldn't. Maybe feel yeah, it. it's numb. That's commitment to the stunt act, you know. Really is, really is. Mm, um, is. my favorite tweet that oh, I've sorry. seen so far about the um the casting is from Erica Ishii, who just wrote. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's gotta be. Uh, Adam does say the original mm-hmm. Mario was uh, Lou Albano, who yes. was in the Super Mario show. Yes, which you might have seen in memes. But we're um, talking. Look, we're talking about movies yeah. here. You movie know? Mario. Movie yeah. Marios. Movie um, Magic Mario. Seeing as Bob Hoskins is no longer with us. Um, Danny DeVito. Yeah, God rest his soul. <laughs> Danny DeVito is the perfect. Like he was born to play this role. I can't yeah. think of anyone better suited to to take over, honestly. Yeah, especially yeah. as um, Luigi is being played by Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Yeah, who was yeah in all always sunny in it's always sunny in Philadelphia co-star. It's meant always to be. sunny. It really was, and mm. now we find ourselves in this horrible curse timeline in which yeah. Chris the Pratt darkest. has taken the role, and it's. It's not great, but it's also got nothing to do with board games. So let's. <laughs> yeah, let's. Let, I... We've said our piece. Was, we all we all was, had something to say about it. It was Danny DeVito related. Which it was I Danny DeVito related, which, which makes it dicebreaker related. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no. Have a, just a big old welcome back to everyone on the podcast. If you've not watched one of these before, we record them live, and we have a sort of general running order that we try to stick to. Um, doesn't always work, but we usually open up the show, apart from, you know, our little introductory chat, but we'll talk about the games that we've been playing and the stuff that we've been doing over the past week. So I'm going to open this one up with Liv, because I felt like it was coming to me. Big fat list of things. I do. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I should, I should never write them out because then they can be, (laughs) I can be singled out. Um, yeah, cool. What have I done this week? Well, me and and I. Played a cheeky little bit of Codename Duet, um, which you can find on the channel. Um, I would link it, but I can't do that. We're live, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that it's was got fun. one of perhaps one of the greatest endings to anything ever created. <laughs> it is like the first time. No, actually, it's not the first time because we there was also that one where we asked Liv to subscribe to everything. Oh, right, that yeah. was also quite funny, but there was, there was that. Mm-hmm. it's the second time that we've ever posted like the outro of the video as the clip <laughs> that we sell the video with because it is quite something. It's astonishing, yeah. 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 It just kind of, you know, it just, it was organic. It was, it was beautiful, beautiful moment. I hmm. learned how to do about five new things in Premiere Pro. It was a good time. I, as a little tease, I will say. I did spend part of that afternoon working <laughs> next to someone who was just playing explosion noises on their laptop multiple times. Um, that was, was before this... I figured out how to use my headphones. Wheels. Yeah, yeah so. I will say at some point, like I was in the office and like more people started to come in now and I was like, Liv, I, I, I think you are going to have to start wearing some headphones. And you were like, oh, I just, I don't know how to get them working. And I was like, have you tried the headphone slot on your laptop? Was, no. <laughs> It's it was hidden. It was all <laughs> hidden away, wheels. You could barely you can barely even see it. It's like, oh, where is it? So, you know. But um but yeah, no, it's very good ending. Very good video throughout. Great video. Think, yeah, you know, would recommend me and, me and uh we are full spies now. The dice yeah, we spies. it's happening. We're gonna make a film. What did you yeah. think about the game itself though? 
Oh yeah, the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good. It's good. Um, like I often find myself like trying to take OG code names and then rework it into like a two-player format. So like having that just on hand, like a super simple way to just uh, play with two players is is really handy for me hmm. personally. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's code names. You can, yeah. you can't really go it's code names. wrong with yeah. code names. To be honest, how many true, di- true. how many different versions of code names are there now? Because there's there a lot. There's the original. There's pictures. There's like Disney and Marvel and yeah. any other ones. There's um there's After Dark. There's Duet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the big ones. There's the big ones. There's a lot yeah. of different code names going around now. Toto. Mm. <laughs> Very popular game. It's know? a good game. A formula that just works. It's a fantastic game, to be fair. And I, I think that's why it... Did it win our Uberspiel? Was that the one? I can't remember now. Uh, yes. Maybe. Everyone remembers so. the Uberspiel, right? One of the... <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest was... podcast episodes we ever put out. Yeah, it was the Icebreaker <laughs> Award for Excellence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> Sponsored by, I don't know, um, yogurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sponsored Sorry, by but... yogurts. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you weren't right. there for that episode. We talked about Muller Yogurt. Muller. Muller Yogurts. Muller Yogurts in depth. <laughs> Okay. Right. In depth discussion about Muller Yogurt sides. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I I uh, have played quite a few of the code names now, but they're all fantastic. Um, mm. But Liv, I'm gonna I'm gonna just let you crack on because it seems like you've been playing a lot of games this week. Okay. Fine. Yes, I will crack on. Sure. Um. Uh. Well, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast, so it's nice. To That's see true. Yeah. So I have a few things that I've been playing that I'm just gonna mention in passing. One of them is Descent. I'm gonna stop there. I've been playing Descent. Yeah, <laughs> we've spoken about Descent. Oh, okay. a lot All right, on this enough. podcast. Fair so, enough, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, me I and Matt haven't had a chance that. to discuss on the podcast, but now the opportunity is gone. It's good stuff, though. Uh, expensive. Um, <laughs> also, also, um, myself and my partner Chloe have been playing um, Sherlock Holmes Consulting a de- yes! Detective a bunch. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we've box? Been- I was going to say we've been playing the Jack the Ripper one, but we haven't started oh, the actual okay. Jack the Ripper campaign yet because it's like slightly different. There's like five books um, uh, that are all the Jack the Ripper arc. And then it's got like a bunch of like five extra books that are all single yeah. cases and stuff. Um, but really good. So, I mean, we've played like three, four of them. Um, some of them are just like, oh, my God, that ending was so well resolved and we feel like proper good detectives and heck yeah. Then, of course... The first time we tried to introduce it to Chloe's family, we were like, this is a really cool game that you should play with us. Yeah. Um, It was a mess. It was just (laughs) ridiculous. It was just like, literally, I don't want to give anything away, but Sherlock was like, because obviously at the end, because you, okay, you are Sherlock's interns in this universe. And he's basically like, oh, hey, here's a case. (laughs) Go, go, off you go then. And you're like, okay. Sherlock Um, is is now a corporate fat cat yeah he is i mean who is hiring interns to do exactly job for him yeah no pay uh you get paid in exposure I mean, um we, we joke but like you you do play as the baker yeah. street irregulars i'm pretty sure they don't have any kind of pension scheme you know like no, they're, no. they're just orphan kids that he asks yeah. to do things for him you know <laughs> yeah literally exactly um so yeah he sends you off out 
Um, and uh, oh, what was my point? Basically, <laughs> he also goes off and he solves the case himself. And then you have to kind of see if you solved it with the same amount of leads or less than he did. You don't ever because he uses about two leads and he's done. Stupid. Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, but yeah, so there was like this one where he was like, huh, obviously, you should have looked at the newspapers about four weeks back and seen that there was a, a thing that had gone missing. So obviously this case now is to do with that. And it was like, I'm trying to sell this game to my, <laughs> my, my, my in-laws, basically. Ever played. Sherlock, yeah. look at me. <laughs> Sherlock, please. Look, you're really not helping. You're being a terrible wingman right now, Sherlock. <laughs> holding in by the lapels. Sherlock. <laughs> um, Which but, uh... one? Which Sherlock? Which Sherlock? Toto's being bad in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps jumping in... off on the kitchen counters, which he's not allowed to do. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry. I thought you meant Zoe. <laughs> no, not Zoe. Zoe is allowed on the kitchen counters if she so wishes. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, which I was saying, which Sherlock would you would you grab the lapels of? Oh, uh, all of them. <laughs> I don't discriminate. All of them, all of them collectively, so that she can shower every iteration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, one for each. Um, one for each different case you have to solve. Mm. So, but yeah, I, this is Benedict. Is, I, I won't. Moment. I won't say which box. I feel like that would spoil it a little bit too mm. much. But there is a case in the Sherlock series mm. where Aww. at the end Sherlock is like. Oh yeah, I didn't go anywhere actually. I just read the newspapers and solved it with that. And it, and it, it's just like, are you kidding? Are you having a laugh, Sherlock? I've been all around London. Yeah, my feet yeah. are knackered. Yeah, they are bleeding, that, Sherlock. It's that Sherlock's big D energy. He's just, yeah, he's just, mm. yeah, yeah. Show it off. And, and there's also like uh, an opportunity if you're struggling they're like go and see Sherlock see what he thinks no no I'm like, I won't <laughs> I know we the try to avoid it. it every time that like we get to the point where we're like have we solved it we'll go and see what Sherlock thinks and then he's like oh have you tried doing this thing right at the start it's like you think the thing we did like at the, at the start Sherlock <laughs> the thing we did at the... thanks and then it, so, it's very frustrating so mm -hmm. live yeah um I don't know if you've watched my review, but I did a review of the uh, Baker Street mm -hmm. Irregulars box, the green Sherlock box, right, which I okay. think categorically is, is the best one they've ever done. Okay. Um, and a like mechanic that's not really new in board game sphere, but new to Sherlock that they introduced was like checkmark things. So if you go to Sherlock, there will be mm. certain things where it's like, oh, tick letter L, because you've learned this piece of information. So oh. it can remember stuff you've done. So in the new mm. in the newest one, if you go back to Sherlock, it will be like, okay, yeah, here's the baby stuff. But if you've learned about L, you can ask him about this, and he'll give you new advice. Oh, so cool! Yeah, I honestly, okay, Baker Street Irregulars is incredible. It's fantastic. Interesting. Interesting. I I like have had a few fun cases in some of them, but none of them have slapped quite as hard as Baker Street. So okay. I would very much recommend it. I've got it in the flat if you want to borrow it as well. Oh, would love that. Yes, please. The, mm -hmm. the in the chat, the clock, the clot thickens. The clot <laughs> thickens. Uh, says, uh, See big a detective energy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is definitely big detective energy. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, I, that. I will move on uh, super quick. Um, we, uh, I play in the Icewind Dale D&D campaign, um, and we have literally come, we've just come last night face to face with the the big bad, like the big, big bad. Big bad. Like is that the one the that's rhyme? on 
yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> the the Frost Maiden. Um, oh, not yeah. the rhyme then. <laughs> it's the rhyme of the Frost Maiden. So, right. um, but, <laughs> but um, what is a rhyme? Yeah. It's ice, I think. Okay, I'm um, googling I it. it Carry was, on. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like a song of some type, but. Um, uh, well, a, a rhyme scheme, yeah. But it's like um, she's—it's not a spoiler because she's on the front of the of the box of the book. It's a big owl lady. Big owl thing, yeah. Yeah, she's a big owl lady. She's here. It's Will's face. Is... What's wrong? So the, okay, Google says. <laughs> Do you not says, like the rhyme? No, I googled rhyme. <laughs> Google says the onset is the initial phonological unit of any word, e.g., c and cat, and the term rhyme refers to the string of letters that follow, usually a vowel and final consonants. Oh, R-I-M-E is rhyme. No, that's what, that's what I wrote. <laughs> okay. Apparently there's more than one rhyme. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, well, this is fascinating listening. <laughs> yes. We'll search on Google. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Uh, so yeah, fighting the big bird lady now. Um, fighting the big bird lady. Yeah, that'll be next week. Well, I'll see how that turns out. And finally, I'll say that... Um, I have started DMing um, for a bunch of my friends. We've kind of, we have like a regular D&D campaign, but we've fallen off because we've been a bit busy and stuff. Um, but I've just kind of come up with a format where uh, we get to play against like really high level monsters that you wouldn't normally get to fight and stuff. Like we played against a pit fiend, a leviathan, like stuff like that. Pit fiend being a big devil guy and, and Leviathan being a big water beast. That's like a monstrosity. Um, just stuff you wouldn't normally see. And it allows you to kind of like pop in at a really high level as a player character. Uh, it's a really loose kind of setting and it's just fun and you get to hang out with your friends. And that's what I've been doing. Also, Wheels. Yes. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, Miss Island and Silver says uh, rhyme equals frost, apparently, according ah. to the Merriam Webster. So it's. Frost of the Frost Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frosty Frost. Frosty. Sorry, you said um, also wheels. Also wheels. I was just going to say that we were we were up to something earlier this week. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very exciting. We went to um, scout out a new escape room for Dice Breakout, which has mm -hmm. branding wow. now, which is very exciting. Um, mm -hmm. So expect a fancy new thumbnail when you see that video pop up. But uh yeah we are we are going back to our shenanigans inside of locked rooms and seeing if we can find our way out of them in record time mm -hmm. uh, spoilers we probably won't <laughs> when, when we were leaving i there was a door and i couldn't unlock the door it was just a normal door oh. i couldn't open it that was quite mean, to be honest, from the guy who was... He was like... He was roasting you. We were like, oh, how do we open the door again? And he was like, see if you can work it out. <laughs> how dare you put me on the spot like this? Um, but it turns we're out not, you have to... Not in the escape room mindset yet, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm in my sludge brain mindset, which I'm always in, usually. <laughs> but yeah, I open the door eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Arangafor suggests that we find uh, brand new escape rooms so that we can just set the first time on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. Have we'll make our own escape rooms. Yeah. Can we make our own escape room somehow, Wheels? We could do that, right? I mean, yeah. Technically, do you mean for a video? Yeah. I. I don't know how it would work. I... But I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how it will work either, but... Like, it's a possibility, right? Let's put it on a piece of paper somewhere, you know? Like... 
then how, what you do is you make it for the public and then you go roll up roll up come and oh, try oops. the dice breaker escape room yeah, yeah but, but you must then, subscribe then we have to talk to the public <laughs> oh, that's, that's true, i don't know yeah. i don't know if you've ever done a public service job but mm-hmm, <laughs> not well mm-hmm. not public servant that's not what i mean serving the no. public job like work i used to work in a gym that wasn't very fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done retail and, and catering. I've done the worst. Yeah. yeah. The worst was some retail, of the worst. You'll know more than anyone then. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> when you stuff. don't make those sandwiches in time, people get real mad. Mm. No, no, Nathaniel yeah. Levy, you're not the public. The Icebreaker fans aren't the public. They're a select club. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're a... It's like yeah, a... it's babies. What's what's it called in, in Sherlock? The Diogenes Club or something like that? Yeah, except you're the Dysogenes Club. That's Dysogenes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, it's been played there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's me done. I'm done. Okay, Proceed. beautiful. All right, me in. <laughs> Hit us up with your week of fun that you've been having. I, I assume. Oh, it's. Been, I, <laughs> I don't know if fun is the word I'd use to describe <laughs> most this week, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, tabletop games were definitely involved. Uh, yeah, as Liv said, played Codename Duet. We failed, well, we failed sometimes, but um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but Liv's doing things. Sorry, uh, Hornsful said that am I actually in an escape room now and I don't know it yet, so I was trying to be a... Oh, I rate that. <laughs> Thank you. The problem is you're not framed up in the same way you are on <laughs> your oh, no. side as you are on OBS. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, <laughs> "Live like trying to mess with my my mind." Are you playing? Like, are you trying to freak me out? <laughs> and, then, and then I'll be like, oh, "Live, what are you doing?" And, and we'll just like, "Live's not doing anything." Live's <laughs> been dead for fifteen years. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a classic dicebreaker joke. Um, yeah, no, uh, I have been playing. So I went to Brighton's. Um, board game uh cafe signature board game cafe dice saloon which is love nice. dice saloon yeah yeah, yeah. shout out to dice saloon we might be filming our new D show at dice saloon mm-hmm. yeah very yeah. exciting um so yeah the perfect location to get inspiration um but i went there to play some games with my friends uh and we played some classics oh my uh of course cult express oh we all love Cold Express. Spiel the Aris yeah. winner, famously. Yeah, yeah. Spiel the Aris Not winner. Not Uber Spiel the Aris winner. No, <laughs> yeah. I was fighting for it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Cold Express is very good. Uh, if you don't know it, it's a game about the Wild West and being cowboys. Uh, well, cow people. More um, banditos than, than Banditos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's banditos. Uh, and you're robbing a train, uh, but you're all rivals. You're not working together. And then it has this very interesting system that's kind of a little bit like coding, the way I sort of describe it, in the way that everyone sort of plays cards in like on their turn, and it goes around in a circle. But you play one card at a time. So then, when you actually like get round to performing the actions on the card, you have to like flip over and then start from the one that was played first. So then people have to try and remember what they played and also what other people played 
Uh, and it gets very chaotic very quickly because you're like, mm. I swear, like, oh, I wanted to move there and like pick up this loot, but someone else already got it. So now I just do nothing. Or... Not, not to mention you're like, go in a tunnel, which means everyone plays their cards face down. So you don't know what they're doing. That's mm. fun. And there's a character called Ghost who could do that every turn. <laughs> every turn with the first card every turn. Yeah, which okay. usually I play as Ghost because I really like that character. He's he okay. reminds me. He reminds me of Charles P. McGinty. He looks like how I imagine Charles P. McGinty to oh, look like go. my my Deadlands character. But um, yeah, for the confusion. But um, no, I played as a different character this time. Belle, she's all right. She has this thing where, like, other people become the priority if there's shooting or punching going on. Shooting or punching. <laughs> However. Um, it didn't quite work out for me most of the time because whenever there was shooting or punching going on, I was the only option. <laughs> <laughs> so so that that whole thing. At one point, I drew a hand of cards that was, apart from one, all bullet. Wowzers. Yeah, bullet cards you get when you're shot and they basically don't do anything. So when you draw a bullet card, you're like, this is a waste of time. It's like time. an injury, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, wow. it's really good. Yeah, and we were playing with people who'd never played it before. Uh, and they picked it up really quickly. It is one of the games that initially sounds quite complicated. Mm. But actually, once you sort of get your head around the basics, it is pretty straightforward to play. It, it's fantastic as well. And it mm -hmm. comes with a... Th I feel like you buried the lead here, yeah. me and again. Sorry. It yeah. comes with a 3D train. <laughs> <laughs> Train. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and um little decorate decorative bits like uh a skulls and cacti so good. Uh, and mountains and things like that. So um it's Expansion really really good. A horse. <laughs> yeah, I, I own it and I do kind of want the expansions because mm -hmm. that game is really good. It on the surface it feels like a game I wouldn't like because it requires like a lot of concentration kind of have to pay attention but i mean a lot of the time i don't do very well in it <laughs> but i don't care because it's so fun, fun. To, it's so fun to kind of see things go wrong in a way that it, it's not really that bad if you're not amazing at it but um yeah cult express very good love cult express uh we also played some just one oh which also yes. won a, a spill the yard yeah mm. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the designer. I feel the like there's designers. a few Spilliaras yeah. with us where it's like... This is fine. I mean, it's not as bad as like pictures, but it, it's it's not really huge and noteworthy compared to like other Spilliaras winners. But um, yeah, no. Uh, Just One is a fun party game where there's someone who has to guess a word uh, and then everyone else has to write a word down on their little sheet adjacent to the word to try and help them get it. But they can't have the same word as another person. So before everyone reveals their words to the person guessing, they have to check that they haven't written the same word or kind of word in the same family of words. So, hmm. for example, we had someone write ground and another person write underground. And we right. were like, that's too similar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then the person has to guess the words of the remaining clues. 
Oh, so do they that... cancel out one? So if if there's two grounds, they both get removed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got oh, it. cool. Okay. Yeah. So then the the person guessing has to just use the remaining clues to try and guess the word, and it 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 works. It is fun, but I will say I feel like there are other word games uh, that do just a much better job. <laughs> at that sort of thing it, it's fine for like a little bit but it gets quite old quite quickly yeah i it's mad how like I, I will say it's like it's quite surprising that word games as a genre do so well in general like obviously we were talking yeah. about names before but i feel like there are so many word games and they all do like pretty well you know i think they're just really yeah. accessible yeah like, yeah the Everyone knows love words. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows words, Will. So well, I don't people know. Love them. There's quite a few times I've found myself not knowing words. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like there are other party word games that are just, I would rather play, like Codenames or Decrypto, for example, mm-hmm. which is a bit more sort of, what's the word? It requires a bit more attention than just one. Just one is fine. Like, I'm imagining now, what if we play... You know how we do Codenames live? Mm. What if we did just one, but all yeah. the audience is giving clues? Oh, cool. <laughs> manic, Will. Manic. But then the, the odds of your words getting cut out would be pretty high. So the only ones that are left are like these so tangential, like weird things that you have to then guess the word from. Oh... I'm trying to. I tr- we had a few fun ones. Um, yeah, there were a few that even when we had all the clues, there were five of us playing. So even when we had all four clues available, I think people were stretching a little bit too far. Because the point is that you try and pick words that you hope no one else is going to pick. Mm. And then obviously that means sometimes you can just stray too far from like the word mm. that the person's trying to guess. So I guess, I mean, that's the main sort of draw of the game, but it is good. Um, I do like it, but, you know, maybe, the, I don't know what else was on offer that year for the Spill the Yaris, but, um, yeah. Not much. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, CookieCat94 says, is it possible to end up with no clues? Um, yeah, I imagine. Mm. And the person might just have to take a wild guess or nothing, uh, or just give up, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also we played Yes Wills I was just going to say I can recommend something that's a bit better but in a similar vein which yeah. is Trap Words which is great Ooh, I've not played that Trap Words is another Czech game uh, game, but it's not Vladish of Uh but the idea is instead um, it's the thing where you have to describe a word and the team has to guess it but the other team have written down a number of trap words where if you say them you instantly fail so if you're trying to give the words oh, like skyscraper, right. the other team will write down like glass building. That sounds so clouds. good. Yeah, mm. it's really fun. But I they've also play that. it's oh. got like a sort of dungeon theme because it's traps. So you have like uh, each room will have like a oh you have to say your entire clue in one breath or you know like oh, oh ha- that's so good. You have like, like boss battles and stuff. stuff. I love trap words. I never get to play it because every time I bring it around, people are like, oh, should we just play code names? I'm like, oh god, no! damn. <laughs> Look, I love code names as much as the next person, but I played code names so many times. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah. So, but trap words sounds great. Wills, you have to bring it along sometime. I will. Yeah, trap please. words is very good, and we will play it. Sorry, carry on, carry on, man. Yeah, the last game that we played 
was an old favorite. Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a controversial one. I know not I everyone's love it. on board with that. Uh, it is broken. <laughs> it is a mess. How many of the scenarios in Betrayal do you think you have left to play that you haven't already played? A tried? lot. I've not yeah. played all of them. There's a lot of scenarios There's in Betrayal. There's a lot. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly how many, but they can in number the... in the 40s, is it? Or 50s? Yeah, that's, that's just, just the original the core. version, right? That's yeah. The... Mm. yeah, that's just the core release. Then you also have Widow's Walk, which adds even more. And mm -hmm. I still want to get Widow's Walk because arguably the uh, the um, haunts in Widow's Walk are just much better because they were mm. like, we've got the groundwork here let's just do something really wild and silly and also they're written by just people just writers like yeah. they're not made by the designers mm. but um yeah for those who might not know trails are pretty popular game uh it's a horror game where you explore a mansion a spooky house uh and you find these different rooms and spooky things happen to you uh but then at some point one person on your your in your group may become a traitor and starts working against you Ooh. there are some haunts where there is no traitor <laughs> they are objectively rubbish yeah. <laughs> my so um my friends uh who didn't go to the same uni as me but i knew like a group of people who went to the same uni uh, mm. and they would play betrayal all the time it's like their go-to thing and i think about four times in a row they got the scenario where there's a bomb in the house and you just have to run out and they were like, so, this oh, wow. sucks so much. <laughs> yeah, right. So mm -hmm. for those people interested, there is actually a list on the dicebreaker.com website mm. of the best, worst, and weirdest betrayal haunts. I went through That's all cool. of them in the original game, not Widow's Walk. Uh, I might do one for Widow's Walk at some mm -hmm. point. <laughs> Matt Jarvis, let's see. <laughs> um, and a lot of the best ones are just ones that really play around with the the kind of concept of the game mm -hmm. uh that they aren't just ones where you're like you've got to fight these giant rats <laughs> yeah i wouldn't Hooray. say combat is one of the highlights of betrayal no, no. combat no. is very boring for the most part and mm -hmm. very random but a lot of the game is random if you don't like that you will hate betrayal yeah. mm -hmm. but um mm -hmm. The, yeah, the ones where you're just the the trait is just controlling some monsters are boring. But yeah. the one that we played on on last week uh, was one that I had actually written about but not played myself. Ooh. Uh, which is I believe it's got a really good name. It's something like "We're Going to Hell" or something, <laughs> or "Let's Go to Hell" or something Woo! like that. And I'm like, that's mm -hmm. great. Uh, I was the traitor. Nice. That was random, by the way, I did not choose to be. Um, mm -hmm. However, the thing that kind of went really wrong with it was we were uh, free haunt rolls in. Oh, <laughs> no. And oh, my friend rolled zero on one of, of the third haunt roll. Mm -hmm. and we were it like, can be done. What mm -hmm. are the odds of that happening? Mm -hmm. I've never seen a haunt happen this early, by the way, ever. Mm -hmm. And because Betrayal is broken, <laughs> it kind of meant that the haunt didn't work so well. Because this one specifically, let's go to hell, is the the entire house is falling into hell. Oh, oh I no. think I played that one. 
I think it's called like Stare into the Abyss, but like the the sounds like strap line. <laughs> the, yeah, the strap line is something like Let's Go to Hell or something like that. <laughs> but it's very good. But um, the idea of it is so good. Like ev- there are basically the rooms in the mansion just start like falling in through an abyss. Yeah, and they you've got to flip them over. So like essentially that the entire house is slowly falling apart Mm -hmm. so everyone has to like run up because it starts in the basement you have to run like up the the floors of the house to try and escape it uh and i i think the heroes have to have to find some knowledge to kind of stop it or something Mm -hmm. but because it started so early we didn't have enough of the house yeah for it to really work properly so it started in the basement. I was in the basement, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I died in like two turns of it happening. But luckily when you die, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Mm. Um, and so Did you it end was... up winning? <laughs> I won, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> essentially what happened was the basement was like four rooms. There was someone actually something really funny happened there was someone down there and they were like i i can't get out like i'm I'm in trubs <clears throat> and then one of the other survivors found the mystic elevator oh wow got down there in the mix- mystic elevator and was like okay let we're gonna go on your turn um but they didn't realize that <laughs> so um the other person who was down there managed to find the stairs to get out mm-hmm but the mystic elevator counts as one of the rooms in the basement. Oh. It's not outside of the house. Right. So when it came round to one of the some of the rooms collapsing, the mystic elevator counted. So that therefore that person who had gone down to save the other survivor <laughs> died. In the oh elevator. no. <laughs> That's yeah. classic. The mm-hmm. other survivor's like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that happens to me in Escape Curse of the Temple all the time, where it's like you run all the way across the map to unlock someone's dice, and then they start heading back with you, and then you get locked and oh. they close the doors <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Task um, failed successfully, as Kiki Cat says. Yeah. Um, so, that I, I mean, luckily enough, we were actually running out of time anyway to, to leave because we our table booking was running out. So it was kind of convenient that it it just kind of happened very quickly but there were obviously some people some of the survivors who were like you know sort of grumbling a bit and i was yeah, like look out. <laughs> yeah i thought it was really funny um, <laughs> <Yeah>. I... <laughs> like it's it's funny it's but not... it, it was it like if you if you're like oh let's sit down for a proper good game of betrayal it's like oh okay. i mean <laughs> yeah i i do what look the thing is i have played enough betrayal that you get the good times and the bad and the, you've just got to take it with a pinch of salt that, that this is yes. the way this game works. And obviously, I, hmm. mm-hmm. I was just going to ask you if you played Betrayal of Baldur's Gate. I have once. Mm. I thought it was all right. Yeah, I like it a lot. I don't know anything about it, but I do know it's got Minsk and Boo references in it. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Characters from, from Baldur's Gate, presumably. Oh, yeah. I've not played Baldur's Gate. So, Baldur's um... Gate 2 is a cracking game. One of the greatest opening video game themes ever created. Like, absolutely rip-roaring. That's a big claim. Like, (laughs) Halo levels, you know? Like, it's fantastic. Boom, 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 boom. It's so good. (laughs) 
And every single, the funniest thing is like every single time you go back to the main menu, it starts it again from the start. So if you're like just gonna go in the settings and change something, boom, boom, oh wait, yeah. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You've got a lot to compete with, like Elder Scrolls Oblivion. That slaps that title screen. I think Morrowind has the best Elder Scrolls theme, personally. I think Morrowind is is the best of the bunch. Okay. I mean, they're all the same theme, just in different styles. Yeah, different mm. styles. And then the original Mass Effect title theme is, oh, it, it slaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me cry every time I hear it. Oh, dear, that's not good. You just booted it up. Yeah, I've got do have a Mass Effect <laughs> too, so I feel like you are, you are fully locked in. <laughs> yeah. Look, every time it starts, I have to quickly go, quick, quick, quick. Nah. <laughs> once oh. this bit goes in, I'm going to start <laughs> crying. <laughs> We've got like a playlist of, of, of like great video game themes. Oh, that's no. cool. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. Don't play Virgil, it will make me cry. But then the Mass Effect 2 one is okay, it's fine, but it's just it's suicide mission, but like a softer version of the song Suicide Mission, which slaps by the way, but Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off topic here wildly. Don't make me talk about Mass Effect. No one did. We, no, we no one, one does. Did. <laughs> you brought it up and then you continue to talk about it. <laughs> um, those are all the games I've played, Mr. Whelan. Uh, yes, uh, I'm back on Arkham. Me and Zoe have started... Uh... Edge of the Earth. Did you do Edge of the Earth? No, Edge of the Earth, the player expansion is here, but not the scenario okay, one. Okay, not the campaign. Yeah, I right. don't know if they're just like, for some reason, split into different releases, but... They I are. Know, well, I know they're different boxes, but I don't know if they're oh, releasing okay. at different times for some reason. So we are playing Path to Carcosa, which is the second campaign, but I've seen a lot of people say is the best one that's oh. come out uh, so far. Mm. Um, like, well, like, you know, like a lot of people who I know who play Arkham have been like, oh my god, I love Bartokokosa. It's set around the King in Yellow, which is cool. Like the the horrendous play that whoever watches it, they go, like, they lose their mind. Blah, you know, it's, it's Lovecraft. Um, but what the new characters we're playing as, I'm playing as Sefina Rezu, who is a painter. Mm. Um, who, like, she draws, like, 13 cards at the start of the game as a hand. And then you can put, like, events underneath her and play them, like, whenever you want. Like, you have, like, a little bank of stuff that you can never get rid of, which is really cool. Uh, but Zoe is playing as the actress. Um, oh, the actress! Who yeah. is, like, mm-hmm. the most dramatic person on earth. I love yeah. Like, her photo is, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in Eldritch Horror. I was going to say, is she also in Eldritch? Yeah, I play her a lot in Eldritch Eldritch Horror. Horror, Yeah, she's so good. Um, But her uh, unique skill is that because you have a class system in Arkham, so like you know, you can be like a blue character, a red character, green character, whatever. Um, She is none of them, uh, and she can have any cards in her deck. But then she chooses a new role every round. So she's like, okay, I'm a red character this round, and it works like Keyforge. Yeah, so she changes roles. (laughs) Um, but it works like Keyforge where you can only play the cards that match that colour. It's really interesting because like even ones that you've played out in front of you. So yeah, it's really cool. I think Zoe is still trying to wrap her head around it as am I, <laughs> but it's like, oh god, how do we make this effective? Um but yeah, no, we've been been having fun with that. We're we've only done the first scenario, but we did it on holiday, so it was good. Um but I'm also um fresh out of rendering off our let's play of Dust Spiders. Mm. Um which is a game that was Produced by some devs that worked on some real indie darling video games, including D 
disc room, bro force, nuclear throne minute, like all of those like ones that you'd see in a humble bundle. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. big big names in the indie space. Um, and a couple of the devs from that have got together to make a card game called Dust Fighters. Uh, they sent us out a copy and we gave it a play, and it's very fun actually, Dev. It's I very thought. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really like goofy. Like it's one of those like. I think people who enjoy stuff like Exploding Kittens will get on with it. You know, like it's mm-hmm. it's one of those ones where it's just like, ah, screw it. But it's also not, it's not as like kind of random as those games. It's not just like, I stop you doing this because I have a card in my hand. It's more like, you've got three actions, use them wisely. The mm-hmm. idea is you have, you start off with eight cards and it's a two player game uh, and they're all in a line and it's like a convoy and it's it's literally Mad Max Fury Road, the, the card game, right? So you've got a big dust storm at the back that will eat whatever card is at the is at the back at the end of each turn, mm-hmm. um, and then each player controls some of the cards in the row, and it's all about pushing your enemy's cards to the back and blowing them up. And it's basically mm-hmm. if you can get to a point where your enemy doesn't have any cards on the board, you win. So like you're just spending the whole game just just ripping into each other, just absolutely blowing everything mm. up. Yeah, it's um, very cut. It's very cutthroat. Yeah, it's super uh, cutthroat. Mm. The artwork's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, it yeah. looks so good. <laughs> it's, it's got that sort of like it reminds me of um, what's that uh, wizards duel for mount skulls fire. You know that kind of like almost like seventies comic book like yeah. really like almost Rick and Morty-ish, I guess. Like that kind of like I was, splattery, I looked, slapsticky kind of vibe. I thought it looked a little bit like, um, oh my gosh, you know the DS game of Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yes. I thought it looked a little bit like that, kind of. Uh, but okay. More okay. Sure, psychedelic. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, but it's also, it's got that Mad Max vibe as well, right? So it's like... Mm raiders from fallout you know like it's like people with tires strapped to them and like flaming like cars that just shoot fire out of the back and like vw (laughs) buggies with a huge spike on the front or whatever um and yeah it's it's real real fun and it's like it's like this big as well it's like a perfect Mm. game um i was actually yeah i was genuinely really impressed with it i thought it would just be like oh this is all right you know yeah because it had that kind of vibe of like just sort of the game that would be like oh this was big on kickstarter because it's got some cool art um, but I, I was kind of surprised by by how much fun it was. Um, I mean, I was joking in the video that it's more complicated than chess, but it is quite com like it like <laughs> yeah, it's not it's it's kind of so basically like there's a whole deck of cards uh, which are they're all different cars and they're called cars, but like one of them is a horse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a vehicle. It's a vehicle, right? Yeah, it, they're it vehicles. It very explicitly says the horse is also it counts as a car yeah there is a horse and there is a bike but they are also cars it says that in the real book um (laughs) but the the way that works is every single car is different and they all have their own unique power so you might have like a bog standard one where like you can activate this card to destroy whatever cars behind it um but you might have one like the grappling hook where you can like drag a car from somewhere else and put it there or in reverse, you might have the ramp truck where you can drive yeah. up and it will fling you to the front of the line and stuff like that. Oh, you might have the bane of my life, the jammer. Just that, just <laughs> it will take whatever cars are next to it. It just takes away their power. Yeah, it just makes like, them blank. Mm. Um, but it's all about. It's kind of you know, it's it's almost like Magic the Gathering in the way that like each card affects. You're kind of trying to like combo them together in ways that are interesting. So it was like you know, I had one where I had. Um, I think I had like a, a car that would destroy whatever was in front of it, but I managed to get a grappling hook car which would pull cars behind it. So I, there was like this death machine where I could like 
drag mm-hmm. things into the sandwich and destroy what's ever in the middle. But because you only get three actions and you go back and forth and every card is just so lethal, you're just like, you never have the same cards out in the same term. It's like everything is just getting like smithereens blown out of them. And it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. It's really good. It's like, really good, yeah. it's got that vibe of like, you know, a CCG where you're trying to combine card effects, but it's super lightweight and just like, yeah, I'll just do this. This looks fun. This looks stupid. Let's do it. Mm, it sounds a, l- a little bit like, um, oh my goodness, what's that pirate game? Libertalia. Uh, it's a yeah. little, it's sort of, yeah. I'm seeing okay, it like yeah. Libertalia is out of print and it looks like it's never coming in, back into print. So maybe. you're looking for alternatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're looking for alternatives, maybe, maybe this sounds a little bit like that in the sense that your cards are in a row and you're making sure that you want to be at the front of that mm-hmm. row. Uh, and there are sort of naughty, mean tricks that you can play. But do you, actually, do you know what it did remind me of? Uh, what was that um, game that we played with Matt Jarvis in the kitchen that one time? I you know? know exactly with what you're talking about. It's Oriflam. Oriflam, Oriflam. Yes. It reminds me of Oriflam. Yeah, exactly that. Where you've got this row of cards like that are all Oriflam, like, yeah. yeah, interacting with each other in interesting ways. Yeah, those are really good games and i'm i wish we saw more games yeah, like that i do it's like it's just like a weird little like machine and if you move things then everything changes <laughs> yeah 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 it's good stuff yeah so that, that was that was dust biters that will be uh up on the channel tomorrow just look out for that um, yeah we filmed it in the studio uh, Whoa. We're, we're finally doing more let's plays in the studio which is great um and last but not least i yeah i went to the escape room with Liv. we had like a scout out we're trying to find one that's spooky-esque yeah. Okay. Because it's going to go out on Halloween, but there wasn't like an explicit horror one there. We're not going to say the name of them just in case, because I think um, oh, they're just they're talking about whether or not they're worried about spoilers and stuff like that, which I think mm-hmm. is fair enough. But um, but yeah, we're we're talking to a, a certain one in Brighton, um, which looks pretty cool. So we're hoping that we can do them. But they had like they had like a, a mod and rockers vibe one, like sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a sort of uh, what should we call it like a sort of heist one they had one that was like Victorian mm-hmm. but then the one that we think we're probably going to go for is like a, a fallout shelter like Whoa! the bombs are dropping mm-hmm. kind of vibe um, yeah, okay. the fun thing about very it, spooky. <laughs> yeah the fun thing about it is that there's a wall down the middle so each player is going to so live and lolis or however we do it is going to be on either side of the wall shouting through a little yeah. wall to each other which i think is going to be very oh, no. funny just yeah, like lolis sticking through a Ooh. hole like why are you doing that <laughs> that would be good i'm mm-hmm. hyped to watch this mm-hmm. um have to do yeah, it yeah i, I think nice. um i was just gonna say i think i'm gonna um try out one of the escape rooms myself Ooh, yeah, no, you were so. getting um, getting your reservations in when we were there, weren't you? Yeah, me exciting yeah. stuff. I'm Liv is just is... unstoppable. Liv is like, I'm going to do all the things all the time. <laughs> and I, I, I admire try. the energy. <laughs> I try. It is the the great thing about being based in Brighton: the fact that there are a lot of escape rooms because mm-hmm. stag and hen- Hindus. Brighton is like the home of the stag and the hen yeah. in the UK. Like right slightly by London, less so. awful Blackpool, you know, like it's yeah. Like, <laughs> like staycation destination <laughs> oh, yeah. so uh the escape rooms are like people want to do this sort of thing before they get we married do. but that is <laughs> what we've been up to yeah. this week let's move on All right. to the next section of our podcast 
which is where we kind of hand over to me in this case because Hello, uh, yes. it's all about some of the top news stories that have been hitting the website mm. and as ever just in case you've not watched the podcast in a while we've really truncated this section just to hit the here's the big ones the big interesting hard-hitting stories ones that are funny ones that we think you are people are going to be interested in and then just like a sort of like rundown of the other stuff that you can read on the website right now so me and yeah Tell us, about, real good. tell us about mm-hmm. the Gloomhaven Digital Edition final release date. Woo. Well, Wills, I'm in the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Flying well, over Gloomhaven. I'm in the chopper. <laughs> How, how's Gloomhaven looking this time of year? Mm-hmm. Gloomy, pretty, I assume? Pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. gloomy. Is, uh, mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's pretty gloomy down here. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm being shot at. Oh. Uh, 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 an archer. Well, um, to space... Uh, ground to air missiles rather not air to yeah. space <laughs> Space. orbital strike yeah Mia's in space Mia's in i space. have been in the to space well You're we've true. established that the chopper can take off in, in on mars right so yeah we got we got a little we got, we got a lot of email about it talking about emails i will say uh please put your questions for us in the chat Ooh. yes uh, today uh we'll be we doing will... that after oh, we would like to answer them so yeah. if you have any questions any questions at all we will answer them if you put them in the chat. You can also yeah, reach us via me and... Well, <laughs> podcast, I believe. I think it's podcast she at dicebreaker.com. Every single time, she never does it. Look, <laughs> I you know. do it. Oh, email. <laughs> oh, email. I, you, no, I genuinely, I was Too like, early. hey, you want no, you me to list off the name of the email address is what no. I was Yeah. Um, well, two against one. Yeah, I... I don't, I don't do the emails on command wheels. Yeah. Well, it just I'm comes sorry. to me. It's just a natural urge. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, yes. Gloomhaven, Chopper, Gloomhaven. Right. Um, the digital edition uh, of Gloomhaven. So that's the video game. Yes. Which we played uh, on the channel, by the way. Yeah, which, which you've played on the channel. Um, it's been in early access for a while, since about 2019, summer-ish. Uh, and now it's finally being released in its entirety on the Steam Store on PC. Uh, and that will include the full board game campaign mode, which is the thing that most people like from Gloomhaven. <laughs> it's Gloomhaven. <laughs> yeah, it's finally there. Um, obviously, before you could only really play like missions, specific missions on maps or things like that. Whereas now you can play the complete campaign where like you make choices and they have consequences later and you know, all that all that shebang. So the game is being completely released on October the twentieth. Uh obviously you can get it now, it's still technically in early access. But yeah, it feels like a lot of people have been waiting for this because it I've not played it myself, but it seems to be technically a good adaptation. I mean Gloomhaven <laughs> feels like it's fit for a video game kind of adaptation i think it's a really good adaptation like obviously obviously like we've not played the the actual board game campaign in the video game i don't know hmm. if it, is it like a one-to-one mapping of it i'm not sure i, I don't know if you know that I mean but I, like i'm not mm. sure if it's like if they're making no idea or if you know they're adapting it away but that's something that i worried about i want i didn't want to like play this video game and not be able to play the board game or yeah, something. I, yeah. I, but there's also just like i think it as a as a video game adaption it's one of the most polished that i've seen i think like there's mm. there's a few that um have gone down that route like for example another thing that we ch- played on the channel 
Mother's Embrace, which isn't great. I mean, <laughs> technically, Mother's Embrace is a an original video game but based in the same universe as Arkham Horror. But it's essentially like Arkham Horror the card game, but a video game, you know? Like it's... Yeah. It's not... I, I... It's not great. It's what I'm saying. I thought, I thought you were going to say Blood Rage because Blood we Rage also is also attempt, we also played that. There's a few on the channel that we've played. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, mm, this isn't great. Um, just technically speaking, but um, yeah, you can look forward to that landing on the twentieth. There's mm -hmm. a new trailer to go along with it. So if you wanted to play Gloomhaven on PC, maybe your friends online. Uh, that sounds so angry with your friends. Do it. <laughs> friends, those friends you have. Mm -hmm. um, then you can do that from October twentieth. Um, it's great. Nice. Uh, now we're gonna fly the chopper away from Gloomhaven. Yeah, bye Gloomhaven. Bye Gloomhaven. Uh, bye Mia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gloomhaven. Is that what yeah. it sounds yeah. like? Yeah. I mean, it's the collective, <laughs> collective consciousness of Gloomhaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're going to fly into um, LA. Hold on. Uh, 20. <laughs> uh, I believe. Wait, hang on. I'm confused now. <laughs> Wheels, what are you doing? <laughs> we're doing something shifty because i had a breakdown no we're flying i was doing to... helicopter sound effects oh you're doing oh, helicopter were you? sounds yeah. i thought you were giggling um oh, no yes carry on it worked on stream i think <laughs> okay uh we're flying to la 2032 uh talk about the new blade runner rpg that's gonna what? come out everyone <laughs> There's a, there's a Blade Runner <laughs> tabletop role-playing game. Oh. <laughs> what? what is that face for? Uh, I feel like, I feel like the, right. we've kind of been serviced in that market, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, Wills uh, doesn't share the same enthusiasm as myself. but um... I love Blade Runner. I just, yeah, I... It's kind of like, you know, when they released a Dishonored RPG and everyone just went, oh, you mean Blades in the Dark? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, cyberpunk as a genre in yeah. uh, tabletop RPGs has been served incredibly well, for example, by like to Cyberpunk Red mm -hmm. uh, or Shadowrun, although mm -hmm. Shadowrun is a bit different. But um, yeah, no. So there is an official Blade Runner tabletop role-playing game coming from the publishers that did the Alien RPG, which is very good. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of giving me hope because uh, Free League uh, publishing seems to be very good at sort of adapting existing worlds into uh, RPGs that kind of work mechanically speaking as well as thematically speaking. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so it's going to be set sort of between the original film, uh, one of the greatest films ever made, yeah, uh, objectively, uh, and sure. <laughs> the sequel, Blade Runner 2049, which, which is, is even better. <laughs> if, it's very good. If you cut out all the bits of Jared Leto in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Oh, sorry. Twenty thirty-seven. It's going to be set in. So right. coming up, lads. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So essentially, what has happened is uh, the main bad guy 
spoiler alert, I guess, from Blade Runner 2049, uh, has set up his big corporation, the Wallace Corporation. And now um, some new t- a new type of very advanced replicant, which are the androids that are kind of in the Blade Runner world, have been created. And now replicants are once again legal. So that means that players can play as both humans or replicants. Could be a skin can, job. Yeah. Can, yeah, that's Terrible. a mean word for it. But, um, and you can be like openly a replicant or, or pretend to be a human, I guess. Although, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, technology might have moved forward, so it's harder to do that. But um, you'll be playing as like Blade Runners. So as the cops in the series that... Right, that's out. what Blade Runners are. I've never seen yeah. it. So. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Blade Runner in the original film is someone who hunts down rogue replicants. Rogue okay. replicants, yeah. Um, so you'll be working in that kind of particular part of the LAPD. Uh, and the whole thing is like, oh, this world is so dark and, and I'm doing such bad things to people that may or may not deserve it. How do I find light amongst this darkness? You might ask. Uh, when playing the Blade Runner RPG. How, how do you, Beans? <laughs> I don't know. What role do I take to find light? <laughs> um, just think about uh, the Rut, uh, uh, Rutger Hauer, who That's plays right. Roy Batty, who's great. Um, it yeah. cracks me up that his name is Roy Batty. Roy Batty, yeah. <laughs> Growing up uh, in Luton, that has a very different... <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, it's got a so... bit rough, yeah. Mm-hmm. The game is coming in um, sometime in 2022. So okay. it's not an exact month yet. But there's some nice artwork. I like the front cover. It's very evocative mm-hmm. of the original film. And there's some nice artwork you can find in the article on the website. And there's also a trailer you can watch if you wish. But uh, I'm excited because Blade Runner is one of my favourite films. Mm. It's very mm. good. Uh, obviously, like we said, lots of cyberpunk role-playing games out there um, that you can enjoy. Uh, but I have faith in Free League. I feel like they've already proven that they can make these these kind of film adaptation, you know, RPGs good uh, and respect kind of the original resor- like source material and like embrace it. Uh, yeah, I was but- quietly impressed by. Uh... The Alien RPG. RPG, yeah, and it's using the same kind of system as the Alien RPG, but obviously, mm. hopefully, they're modifying it to kind of make it fit a bit better with Blade Runner. And yeah. like, my only thing with this is like, I don't want it to just be another like, I don't want people to dungeon crawl <laughs> Blade Runner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, no. The the things that for me, the things that I love most about the Blade Runner series are. The world building is great, but in a kind of like very visual sense. So obviously, how are they going to translate that in a source book? Um, You know, or how are they going to help GMs kind of translate that? Mm. Um, But, you know, also, yeah, those kind of questions that it asks where it's like, hey, you know, what what does it mean to be human? Mm. (laughs) Do you need to be physically a human or is it about the kind of things that you experience i i think blade runner 2049 does a better job with discussing those questions and in some ways that you could argue that makes it a better film i get why people think it's better i think it's still really good that film gets me every time it's wonderful 
Um, but also, like, the first one is just so good at atmosphere and Arangifor has good... A, has a poignant question for you here, Mian. Hello, yes. Which of the yes. 200 edits is the greatest film? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's the... Uh, I think, to me, there is obviously the final cut, which is, which is good. Uh, I think the director's... The director's cut is perfectly like serviceable like essentially the director's cut is the one that fixed a lot of the really awful problems with the theatrical one removing uh... harrison's for tired commentary (laughs) in the film they they said i had to go drive a car so i did that's why in this scene i'm driving a car (laughs) so bored and tired and drunk he just can't be bothered with it um yeah no the director's cut is is Essentially, all the final cut did was just add, I think, some of the the minor scenes that were cut from the director's one to kind of make it a little bit shorter. And I think the final cut also improved some of the CGI. There is one cut in the theatrical right at the end where the the background is just nothing like the one that was there before. The dove (laughs) just flies into like a completely different background. Um... Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to see Blade Runner this weekend. You I'm are playing. Yeah, I've seen you organising it in the Brighton People WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah, look, if I mean this if, in every sense of the word, if Blade Runner is playing, I will watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care like what the situation is, where it is. Like, I will watch Blade Runner. <laughs> All right. Not... Well, there you go. Not the theatrical. The, the legend does say that if you play Blade Runner in your house, Alex Mean will be there somewhere. It's so. like yeah, Bloody I'll Mary through the window. Yeah. <laughs> You'll just turn around and you see my unblinking eyes just, just like, like staring. <laughs> your hot breath on the window. <laughs> on the nape of your neck. No. Like, just like hands up against the window, hands smashed up against it. Just watching, watching Roy Batty doing his thing. Just like you're watching the film completely unawares of me in presence, and then you just go, You see that? That that unicorn, that's the one he had in his dream. <laughs> you're like, Oh, God, what the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, well, there you yeah. go. There's, there's... Hey, that's the news, that's everyone. The, news. Um, <laughs> the other great articles you can find on dicebreaker.com this week include. I wrote a lovely little opinion piece about how an Arkham Horror Legacy game would be really good. So you can read that. That actually went out today. Um, I also did a preview of the top 10 board games to look for uh, at Essen Spiel, Ooh. which we're going to this year. Yeah, we're, we're going, going to next that, month. Yeah. I'm not. So if you're... No. Yeah, Wills isn't going, but who cares? I'm on all um, <laughs> <laughs> So we you want to check out what's going to be there, then you can look at that lovely list. Uh, other things include uh, a feature from Jason Coles about the new uh, Magic the Gathering set, Innistrad, uh, which looks fun. Uh, there's also a news piece that our lovely Chase, uh, uh, our news writer, did about uh, the Paizo president uh, doing a statement because he's, he's bad. <laughs> and Paizo have That been, was really tactfully uh, put, thanks, Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, um, Paizo have been basically found out to be doing some bad stuff. Uh, their employees, uh, they have been like 
dealing with not nice things and mm -hmm. calling out not nice things and being uh, fired apparently for that. Mm. But uh, you can read the actual article on the website. I recommend doing that, not relying on my stupid summary of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so go go on the website. There's loads of really good stuff. Mm -hmm. News features, whatever. There's... There you go. Shall nice. we move on, Wills? Yeah, I, I was distracted oh, as well no. by... Yeah, oh, the say... it's blown up. <laughs> oh, 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 it's blown up. <laughs> um, Quick! Oh, Blade, Blade Runner's playing over there. No, no, you're, you need to worry about your blades on this helicopter. Yeah. Oh, the like blades are running away. Quick, it's quick, veer, veer into the what appears to be some kind of weekly segment, me in, in the distance. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Hello, it's the weekly segment! Wait! <laughs> uh, this week, I don't know how long this one's going to take. Uh, but we we saw the news about about the Mario casting as we we briefly spoke yeah. about this morning and the, the abomination that is uh, Chris Pratt taking Danny DeVito's deserved role as yeah, Mario. It's a crime. It's a crime. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. this this segment is very specifically linked to a news piece we actually did on the website. Yeah, I was just about, about to go over. Yeah, go on, Wills. Um, uh, what's so going on? Not only has there have there been talk of the Mario movie, but also. What sparked our inspiration is part of the D and D celebration, Mian. There you go. There's the segue. <laughs> yeah, that's the segue. It's happening this weekend. The D and D celebration. You can watch it um, online. Uh, and one of the things that's going to happen at the D and D celebration is apparently a D and D musical. Mm -hmm. The first official D and D musical, I guess, where. Uh, Fortunately, they didn't provide that big detail on specifically I, what they're doing. I'm glad. I will be uh, crawling under a rock and waiting until it's all passed. Um, mm. I, I can't think of anything I'd least like to watch. But... Well, Cookie Cat 94 says it starts in under 40 minutes, apparently. So... Whoa! Oh my god. <laughs> well, here's our big <laughs> predictions, everyone. Uh... Wait, what? It's happening today! Well, there Maybe you go. So. <laughs> well, how exciting. Bang on. Well, before you go to watch that. No, I mean, we can... knew that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We That's knew why we're that. doing the segment. We... And, oh, God. Um, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Main event, 24th of September. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's going to have the guy from Rent in it. <laughs> Rent is not a good musical. Uh, there I said <laughs> <Wow>. it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there I said it. There are many good musicals. <laughs> how dare Liar. you? How dare Liar. you? <laughs> Liv and I will fight you to the death. But what we are will. we going to do, Wills? Yes. So we are uh, in preparation for the D&D the mm. &D musical that will be airing as part of the D&D &D celebration. Mm. Um, we've already decided that the casting and plot that they've picked... <laughs> Yeah, it's not up to standard, so no, we, we're mm -hmm. we're going to tell you how it should have been cast uh, slash written, um, and I think that the idea that we've gone for with this one, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, we did think this up this morning. Um, we're going to each take one act of the three act <laughs> structure, you know, the classic storytelling structure. Um, we'll be randomly assigning them, uh, and then we're just going to see. <laughs> what what we can think up and just see if it's better so once you finish watching this i want you i'm going to grab a d6 so that we can randomize um Thanks. once you finish watching this i want you to go watch the D, &D celebration mu musical as long as it's free i wouldn't pay for it mm. um, i think it's free yeah <laughs> and then and then just tell us if you thought you would have rather watched ours and then that's it that's all that's all we yeah need to know. and then yeah. and then wills we'll yep. do it 
And then we'll do it. And then we'll live. It's going to be... I'm already guessing it's going to be quite tricky to get the cast that we decide on. Yeah, Um, so we'll be the cast as the roles. That's the thing. Oh, we'll, so we'll, we'll be play the actors one of those as double, those roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah, like, like Garth Marenghi. <laughs> yeah, like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Exactly okay. like that. All right, Mian, you are numbers one through two. Uh, Liv, okay. you are numbers uh, two through uh, three through four, sorry. And I'm five through six. Okay. So this is act one. Okay. Is going to... Mian. I've rolled a one, hey, which nice. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> prophetic mm. or not. But yeah. <laughs> a bad omen. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so yeah, that's I... act one of the D&D celebration, D&D first ever live musical. Yeah. How does it start? Okay. Well, as a purveyor of musicals, uh, as a fan, yeah. Um, you know, I have a few ideas. <laughs> Um, okay, right, so, so, I'm imagining, uh, it starts off in a classroom, right? Right. We want to, we want to appeal to the young people. Of course. As well as the classic D&D players, you know. We we, we we don't want to appeal to them. (laughs) Um, and what, where do young people go? They go Uh to school, right? They do, they do go to school. They do, and and also there are popular school-based musicals. Yeah, loads of That we want to go on, like School of Rock. Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot, the one. High School Musical. High School Musical. Jamie, what's the Jamie one? Honestly, it's quite funny that High School Musical wasn't the first one that we thought of. <laughs> no, yeah, a little bit. Mm. I know. School of Rock. <laughs> With Jack Black. Is School of Rock uh, a musical? Or is it a yes. film about music? Oh, maybe. No, it was oh, originally there is, there is a, musical. a musical. There is oh, a musical. it was, was the musical before the film? Yeah, by oh. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I apologise. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber is cool. <laughs> Andrew he wants Roy to Weber be cool with the kids. Is a a <laughs> testicle bag. <laughs> yeah, he is a testicle bag of a man. But he did he did write. Um, we don't cats, like Andrew. And we can all thank I'm him just for that. Making an official um, dicebreaker statement. <laughs> he is a Tory. He is a massive like, Tory. Smell on him. But he did write some good music. Uh, right. Okay. So it starts off in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Um. It's there's a class happening. I was, maybe. Yeah. The, yeah, maybe the, the open. The, oh, okay. So we're casting. Okay, but okay, but here's another thing. Now I have a question for you immediately. Um, yeah. Is this set in the D and D universe, or it is this about people playing D and D? It starts off in the modern world. Okay, got okay. it. Right. Okay. Right. Because I want to kind of teaching Jum- the class. I want a Jumanji situation. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I thought as much. Right. right yeah. Okay. So the teacher is played by. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my god, Jack Black. <laughs> so sure, why not? Why Jack, not? Black is, Jack Black is the teacher. I think right. people will appreciate the sort of subtle reference. <laughs> yeah, it's the School of Rock, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jack Black is the teacher. He's the School of Rock, thing. but it's but the, the School of, of Clicky rock, Clacky Mafrocks. But, but, yeah, but yeah. the Rock is, is the actual D&D monster or Rock. Oh, I was really hoping you'd say... The Rock is in the musical because I agree. He can be in there, yeah. Sure. The what, Rock. That could be the joke. What if the Rock was the was the headmaster? Like a... And it's yeah, it's the school of the Rock. <laughs> right, I'm making school a of completely the Rock. different film here, but I'm into okay. it. Well, it's this fine. is a musical, Liv, mm-hmm. not a film. <laughs> no. 
Let's get the format correct here. Now we know Two why you were so confused. We learnt, we learnt that from Cats. You can't, some musicals you can't turn into film. Please don't do it. Uh, I felt, I sounded so pretentious there. I apologise. I'm just right. getting riled I'm, up. I'm affronted, but okay. <laughs> Thank you for the apology. Look, Liv, I can't wait to see your ideas. But uh, I'm in the director's chair at the moment. All right, sorry. Um, my, my B. Proceed. Right. Do you want a coffee, Miss Mian? Do you want a coffee? Yes, please. Just, All right. We'll be in the content minds. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, Jack Black is the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then the opening number is like the kids are in the classroom. Can and I just like... ask, how long have we been talking about this? Because we've not even started the plot. Yeah, no, we haven't. This, li- this is literally the opening scene. <laughs> you keep interrupting me, right? The, the, so- the opening number is like, oh, we're at Here's school. Here's your coffee, Mian. Here you go. Yeah. And, it... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's chaos and all the kids are like messing about mm-hmm. and then there's different kinds of kids like the cool ones and the, the the nerds and I don't know what schools are like these days but what some yeah goths someone's on their phone I don't know uh... <laughs> that's all click that's all click. <laughs> uh, and then the and then the one of the kids uh, is like being picked on by the others because oh. they're a massive <laughs> D&D nerd. Oh, what? Mm. Yeah. They and can't so do that. There's like a bit when they get picked on, but then like the class goes away and Jack Black is like, hey, kid, I think you're really cool. And then he does like uh, he does like a cartwheel out the door. <laughs> What's the song? Is there a song yet? <laughs> Song. What's the With song? The kids singing. The song They're singing is about like being at school. Being at school and, and being how it, annoying. How it sucks. Yeah, how it sucks. Okay, right? school sucks. School sucks. Track number one. Yeah, school sucks. Track number um, two, Jack Black's. Um... No, Jack Black does a cartwheel out. <laughs> Jack Black does yeah, a cartwheel is way. track two on the album. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the kids, the kid who is like left in the, the room, mm. sings a song about how they're like. They wish that they weren't being picked on. Yeah. And how they love D&D and they don't know why they have to be picked on. And then like other kids join the other kids in like a harmony situation where they're all like, oh, I'm an outsider as well. But I'm an outsider too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the kids sounds like that. (laughs) And we found each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We dubbed the kid over with that voice. Yeah. Um, and then all the kids join up and they're like, oh my goodness, we all like D&D, we should play D&D. And they're like, really cool. they're like clicking as they say it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. if we all like D&D, maybe we should play together. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Flopping around. And then Love it. they go off to like one of the kids' houses or something. Uh-huh, basement. And they, basement. Gotta be the basement. <laughs> when is it set, Ian? What? That's when a good is it question. set? It could be a sort uh, of sex day. education scenario where it's sort of unclear. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. All sex that. education, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that in, is the scenario. Just, uh, <laughs> that also means that, oh my gosh, what's the actor's name? She plays the guy's mum. Gillian Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, she's in it as well. Obviously. Cool. She's, we'll the get her. she's the mum. Yeah. She's the mum. Are we mom. are we only casting people based on whether or not they've played the exact same role in another Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit, it's okay. Look, we don't want to risk too much. Uh, and then, I, sorry, I, I forgot to ask you a very important question, Ian. Yes, hello. Who's playing the kid? 
Right, the kids are just we're just going to source young unknown actors. Oh, but so one, of them, one of them is played by Danny. Danny DeVito. Right, cool. Okay, good. But all the all the other kids are kids. But and Danny DeVito is also DeVito. there. Danny, yeah. but Danny DeVito is a kid in the in the. Story. And then we make it a running joke, like, "Were you held back a year?" But he never answers. No, you know? no, yeah. no, no. We never address it. Right. At any point, mm-hmm. he's a kid. Like, if anyone doesn't get that, I don't. It's acting. Uh, and then. <laughs> They're like, they turn up and they're like, oh, we want to play D&D, but, but um, we're kind of rubbish at it. And then Jack Black cartwheels back onto the stage. In the basement of the kids. In the basement of the this kids. This is taking a weird turn. Because he, know, <laughs> no, he, knows, he knows Julian Anderson. He knows Got that. it. Are they bonking? Um, maybe. Ooh, it's maybe. implied. There'll it's be implied. like a little adult joke that it's implied. Um, but the kids won't get it. No. Like, yeah. That's uh, it's and, like in a Nickelodeon cartoon, you know. There's a couple, yeah, of, yeah. couple of adult she, jokes thrown in for the for the parents watching. Yeah, yeah. Ginny and Anderson comes down with some snacks and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you're a snack." Yes. She likes that. Yeah. Sure. And the kids uh, are like, and, "What does that mean?" Yeah, yeah. But um, as Joshua Dupree says, Jack Black will be the dungeon master. Like oh. he calls in. He's like, "Hey, okay. kids, uh, I'm going to teach you how to play D and D." And then that that's the next song is Jack Black teaches them how to play D and D. You gotta learn your crits from your hits. <laughs> you gotta um, learn your goblins from your moblins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from your kobolds. Um, your kobolds would be better, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't yeah, mind, um, so <laughs> it did, yeah. Me? Cookie um, <laughs> Cat ninety four says in the basement of the kids track, track three. three. <laughs> You know what? I want to star in the movie as the kid who's getting bullied because I, right here, you live. You are not being bullied right now. Can't believe it. I love. This is my life. I love D and D, and then everyone else on the theme, apart from Lolis, is just like meh. And I'm like, if only I could. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then as D and D, as Jack Black is teaching them how to play D and D, suddenly the stage like goes like, (gasps) and it changes. Yeah, folk machine bubbles, lights, bubbles, all of it. Yeah. And then the scene changes, and it, they're in like the D and D world. And bam, it's Act Two. Yeah, bam, right. it's Act Two. Okay, Liv, Liv no, high or, high or low? Who's it going to be? It could be Will high or low. High or oh. low. 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 All right, one, two, three is Liv. It's a four. So I've got Act Two. Okay. <laughs> I, I will just note that Checkerbeard has said something amazing. They they've said the song name. I'll make a monk out of you, which nice. is. Love it. And that's got to be in there. Love it. Again, all of <laughs> the elements of this musical have just been ripped from other things. <laughs> yeah. Bearing so in mind, Wheels, before you do this, that you need to have some kind of conflict in the classic Act 2 fashion. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you we're going to have the hero's lowest moment, all that stuff. Great. Yeah, um, right, Liv. Bam, we're in the fantasy world. Wait, yeah. who's doing Act 2? It's me, it's me now, so we're in Act 2. It's, it's Wheels, right. Yeah, we're in the we're fantasy in Act two. world. We're in the fantasy world. We're in Faerun, is that what it's called? Um, I will say, can I just a request? Can we have all the kids become like their their adult D and D self, except for Danny DeVito? Who's no, no, yeah, still no, Danny already, DeVito. Already yeah, way ahead of you. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay right. Okay, Thank so, God. So we turn up. Um, we're in the D and D world, and it's the kids' voices coming out of fully grown adult actors. Oh, I love that. Characters. That's excellent. So, so presumably we'll have some kind of like mic system because this is a live stage. Um, um, can I can I suggest just quickly 
whenever they sing, they suddenly become adults. Yeah, no, the adults sing the songs, but the kids <laughs> yeah. do all the dialogue. So, right. <laughs> so we've got uh, there's the, the classic party of four. Um, mm-hmm. We've got. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing already. Danny DeVito. We've got Ryan Reynolds playing as the bard. Oh, of course. Um, cool. Okay. And he's got like a big floppy pink hat and he's got a guitar. Oh, yeah. And he's okay. like, oh, I'm so goofy. Um, <laughs> Cookie Cat 94 says Danny DeVito starts at level 20, but he doesn't know it. <laughs> we've, got, um, we've got the classic fighter character mm. who is played by Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hell yeah. Oh, Stephanie Beatrice. Stephanie Beatrice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and she's like, you know, she's cutting apples of knives, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. She's real tough and badass. But then the mm-hmm. voice that comes out of her it's is a like, voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, like a mage, like a wizard character. Yeah. Who's played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, oh my god, yes, Steve uh, Buscemi. He's got a big long thing. wispy beard. He's Amazing. inexplicably much older than everyone else. Uh, and he's like, well, oops, I didn't mean to set them on fire. <laughs> you guys. Uh, and then lastly, we've got Danny Idris DeVito. Elba. The... Idris Elba's involved. Idris Elba's the, the main villain. Knuckles. <laughs> Idris Elba yeah. plays Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> uh Danny DeVito yeah. is is in berserker gear so it's just oh, his yeah. stomach hanging out with like yeah. one pauldron <laughs> and a big axe and like can a loin can he wear cloth. a chainmail no can he wear a chainmail bikini please sure a chain at, at the very least the bottom of a chainmail bikini <laughs> no I want the top as well well it's not your act Mia <laughs> um so they, they arrive, you know, they learn the ropes. There's multiple songs about the world and the law and, like, they get into scraps. But then we find out uh, that with the voice of Jack Black, Idris Elba turns up. In fact, oh! in, in fact every single person who isn't one of the main characters yeah, is exactly. voiced by Jack Black. Um, yes. uh, oh, that's so good. Idris Elba turns up. Uh, and he's this big evil villain like he's got like a big black cloak and he's got like a, a skull crown i um uh, again you can take or leave the suggestion mm-hmm. but i love <laughs> i love the idea of idris elba's character being like okay so obviously some people have turned up for like the dd other people you know, might have turned up because Idris Elba, let's just say it, he's a, he's a sex icon. Mm-hmm. You can't is, deny is, that. Is this you? Is this why you've turned up? <laughs> yeah. Can we have him be inexplicably, like, sexy? Or is that... Yeah, but not, sure. like, overly, I mean, that was, he's, he's wearing like, in an evil yeah. way. In an evil way. Yeah, he's wearing, like, some kind of crotchless... <laughs> <laughs> crotchless? Chaps vibe okay. with, like, a banana hammock underneath. <laughs> We need to make this viewable for, for the like kids. younger old you mean, kids. You mean without but... the buttocks wheels, not crotchless. Or... No crotchless. So there's okay. the crotch area of the pants is completely open. You can see the flesh, apart from the cock, which is then sheathed inside of a banana hammock. I'm gonna go shut the door, or maybe okay. Zoe should shut the door if she's gonna be streaming now as well. Um. But then, okay, so big evil villain turns up, and that's when we get a Jack Black heel turn because it turns out 
Jack Black has been stealing kids for his magical D&D no! world via the evil villain of Idris Elba. And the kids are like, oh, no, how, how do we how do we Is get it like out? The Matrix? Yeah, Where it's like the Matrix. It. It's like, oh, you die in it. If you die in it, you die in it. If you die in D&D, you die in real life. And okay, and Jack Black just wants to murder the children. Is that what? No, he wants to steal them to use as NPCs. So you find out yeah. that all the characters they've been introduced to were like, yes, we were once players too, but now we live here. It's fine, oh, I guess. Um, so uh, that's why his characters are so uh, diverse and fantastic. Um, but then, uh, you know we see the the kids are like no this won't happen to us and because danny vito is inexplicably been rolled up as a level 20 character he's way powerful <laughs> he realizes his power he realizes his power he brings out his axe he goes full berserker mode and he chops off idris elba's left arm no! um which makes him even sexier somehow <laughs> uh he gets like a golden arm yeah and then I mean, this sounds Made like Act Three territory. Will not yet, thing. not yet, Liv, not yet. Don't worry. But at that <laughs> point, realizing the power of Danny DeVito, um, Jack Black as the DM starts to cheat, and not like the good kind of cheat where you make everyone feel good, but the bad kind of cheat. <gasps> Is he fudging some roles? He's fudging some roles. He's oh adding some characters that are way too high level for this module, and then he steals away Danny DeVito. He locks him no! up. And puts him in a cage in his big evil lair, and now the kids are alone in this big horrible world. Um, without Danny, without, without Danny DeVito and his guidance and his power, and also with all these horrible cheated monsters that shouldn't be in here. And we finally oh, get to the lowest moment, and there's a sad song lit by moonlight, and it's oh, Danny. I, it's it's yeah. the party and Danny DeVito singing across the night sky to each other. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where have you and gone? Come back. Where like half of the stage is like a cell and half yeah. of the stage is like where. Yeah, exactly. can I just suggest? Can we please put Danny DeVito in a in a little cell, like in a cage, but hanging from the ceiling? Yeah, with his legs sticking out, yeah. and he's wearing yeah. that like Princess Leia slave bikini. Sure. Um, and that we hit the lowest moment and we go over to act three Liv Mm -hmm. alright how are we going to wrap this all together (laughs) well have fun (laughs) yeah I'm going to try so basically the um, kids now realise well you know they've been sailing along uh, with the help of Danny DeVito but now they have to get good Um, so they have to travel across the land to various different like um like masters of their class montage Whoa! yeah montage. there's a montage right so we have to go to like like uh say somebody oh yeah so we've got fighter we've got uh bard we've got what else have we got who's the wizard yeah. wizard so who so, are going to be the masters of their craft that's they? the question well who, I mean, who plays them that's the yes, these exactly maps. so i like who's who's the most bardy person you can think of you know it's my question incredibly charismatic i know Okay, no, no, it is Jack Black, but it's like I'm his evil. You know, I'm his good, good brother. Twin. Yeah, I'm the good one. Oh, good it's witch. good Jack. 
It's good Jack Black. And yeah. you're like, oh, I imprisoned me you know like, here. You know how he's got the grey stripes in his beard? They're like reversed when he's the good guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's called Jack... Oh, no, it's, it's Jack, Jack White. White. It's Jack White for the white stripes. <laughs> if we could get Jack White. It, that makes so much sense because he's a bard. Yeah, it's Jack... Okay, Jack White oh is a bard. Yeah, we'll Jack White is the antithesis. Yeah. He'll yeah. sing like a... He'll sing a completely out of place white stripe style song. Yeah. He'll, he'll <laughs> literally... That's how we get a little brand deal going. We just put mm-hmm. in one of their new songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really got anything to do with the musical, but we'll make yeah. a few dollars here and there. Exactly. That's what okay, most people so are looking for. That's um, the bard. Who else lives? The bard. Uh, the wizard. Ian McKellen. Yeah. <laughs> Ian McKellen. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah. He's Gandalf. Uh, yeah, it's Gandalf. Uh, yeah, and he, so... was in, he was in Cat. So he, he was can, in Cat. He's got musical chops. Yeah, sure, exactly. I, I love so, how uh, you think being in cats means you have yeah. musical chops, man. <laughs> Look, I'm not he, sure uh, you've watched that. <laughs> he, he, he went meow, 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 and I think that means that he can do it. Mm, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, great. So, uh, Who's the so, fighter? Uh, the fighter is going to be... Um, that's uh, the rock from the, the rock was, Johnson. It's the rock because he was in the start of it because it's the school of rock. Oh, but oh. they're like, hold on, like, does, oh, does that right mean? It. And then you flip to the real world and he's he's <gasps> got his character sheet. Exactly. And he's bursting out of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Rippling. Oh yeah. Ginny mm-hmm. Anderson's like, oh, I didn't invite you. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I invited great. myself. I invited yeah. myself. And then but he then, pops his packs a bit. And yeah. But then Kevin Hart turns up and his character <laughs> immediately dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Um, yeah, so uh so uh he um teaches all of them the power of friendship and um mm. banning together to take down a grit a greater evil and be ba- bigger than the sum of their parts and mm-hmm. then finally there's a final showdown where it's like it's the classic ending where like people we've met along the way are just yeah. like hey, here I'm here to help oh my god it's I don't know who else is there who who are some of the NPCs we've met along the way? Uh, Willem Dafoe. Uh, Willem, yeah, Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I'm something. Of, I'm, I'm something of an artificer myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is like a goblin man because mm-hmm. that's yeah. what he's really good at playing. Yeah. Uh, Tom Rob... Holland is a Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, Tom Holland plays uh, mm-hmm. Loish, Loish, or whatever her name is. Loish, Loof, Lo- Loish. Lo- oh, Lola. 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 Lolf. Yes, Lolf. Yes, the Spider Queen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Spider Queen. Tom yeah, Holland but he's dressed kind queen. of like. One. Yeah, kind of like how he was dressed for the lip sync he did for. Yeah, nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. But he's just like got a that. bunch of legs. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. yeah. Oh, we can build that it. from mm-hmm. paper mache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, Zendaya is Michi. Yeah, she is Michi. <laughs> Broke wheels. Day is Michi. Day is Michi. So the, yeah. yeah, we we you know obviously so they were people. introduced at some point. Well, yeah. don't worry about that. The friends we've met along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then that's um, the name of the song when they all turn up. Exactly. Oh yeah. Um, and then brackets and diaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get sung by Gabriel Gundaka. Yeah. Um, and then Eldris Idris Elba is like, no, you can't have him. Ah. Ah. And then he yeah, transforms yeah. into his final form, <gasps> which is like James the... Corden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
true. Yeah. Terrific. I don't want to give that man any work. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not actually James Corden. It's a CGI <laughs> adaption oh. of him that we we sneakily got the rights to his visage so that yeah. we can just have a bit of him exploding, but we don't actually have to pay him any money. <laughs> yeah. Can it be the exact bit from that clip of him frosting in the mouse uniform? Yeah, yes. but, but he implodes. <laughs> he implodes, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then Ryan Reynolds is, has the funnel blower. He's like, "Let's get loud," and then like, he's yeah, so, no, no, yeah. it would be like, "Oh, it's time for you to get oh, quiet." No, the the joke throughout <laughs> the whole thing is that whenever Ryan Reynolds has damage, it, it's like a one d four or something. Mm-hmm. But then they get Idris Elba down to like the lowest bit of health, and but they're all exhausted. <laughs> but then he does his one d four, and it and yeah. it kills him. Aww, oh, see, it's I a vicious mockery. Idea. I do yeah. love the idea of because Idris Elba isn't the big bad; it's Jack Black. Yeah, but like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Idris Elba could have like a redemption. No, because Idris Elba is a fictional no. character. But no, but but Jack Black, I think, should have a redemption at the end okay. when he learns the errors right. of his ways. Okay, fine. He doesn't um, have to. <laughs> this is your app. What yeah. happens? To okay, yeah. I want a redemption arc for Idris Elba. I want him to become. Oh no! Wait. Okay, so Idris because Elba. Then he can fight Idris them. Elba was was one of the kids who got brought in by Jack. <gasps> oh, and he's grown up and he spent his whole up. life there. I know. Oh so God. then they kill. He... They initially they they take him down and he's like wait and then he his cloak he emerges from the cloak. He's just a kid. It's just a kid. It's just a kid. It's like oh, ah. It's a little kid. Oh. It's just a kid. Um, and then he joins them, and then they defeat Jack Black, who's the true evil, and rescue Danny DeVito. And um, Steve Buscemi dips Danny DeVito, and they have a first true love's kiss, and it's great. Whoa! Uh, even though part. they're teacher students. <laughs> oh no! Wait, no, they're not right. Uh, the, no, the, no. The, oh, Danny DeVito is Steve a kid. Buscemi. Oh, and Steve Buscemi. Oh, I yes. thought you said Jack Black for some reason. No, no, no. Okay. no. <laughs> anyway, um, that's uh. That's D and D. That, and then we roll credits slash bow. Animation Tonys, Tonys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, but also right at the end of the musical when they need that oh, final yeah. thing to stop Jack Black. Yeah, they're like, don't worry about it. We'll just go on insert D and D shop link here and buy all of the newest module books Whoa. in which there's a new rule in which we can win. And then mm-hmm. they have a big link to the shop. That you can yeah, and that's how we get the endorsement and that, from. Yeah, and there it is. D&D Beyond here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, <laughs> Wei Han Lim has put, Daddy DeVito is Dorgal. It's in Daddy DeVito is Dorgal. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That'd be his character name in the thing, Dorgal. Yeah, Dorgal yeah. the Barboregal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was adorable. Well, there um, is. Um, that's it. That's so segment. yeah, if you think that we did it better, let us know. Uh, I'm not sure how much time we've got to answer questions. Uh, Cottaging Womble asks, "What's your perfect Sunday?" Oh. Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinks with Danny DeVito. Um, perfect Sunday is sleeping, chores chores done. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my uh, pants. In my pants. Reclined, thriving, <laughs> moisturised yeah. in my lane. Yeah, watch, watching uh, a classic film. Yeah. Uh, with some snacks. Mm-hmm. There it is. Liv. Yeah. 
Uh, it's uh, Lion as well. Jaws then, love that. Um, playing a nice, a wonderful game, D&D or whatever RPG, around the table with my friends. If that ever happens again, (laughs) we're all in our hands. (laughs) Um, And we've got some nice snacks and then going to bed at like a reasonable hour and watching some nice shows. Thanks very Uh, much for costing Womble for that question. Yeah, Charlie Etheridge Nunn earlier did ask, do they have to sing in initiative order? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's rolled live on the on the stage. Yeah, so. I like the idea that oh, the initiative order is line you have to sing because then because then people are like, oh, I do not have the range for that, but that's just what I've rolled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, There's also a big D, uh, the big D twenty, like on the screen behind them, and they it rolls live. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Last question, Andy mm-hmm. asks. Uh, I'm just about to go for a holiday in Sherwood Forest. And we're going to play Sheriff of Nottingham mm-hmm. while we're there. What's the best location you can think of to play your favorite games? Colt Express on the train? Oh, Colt Express mm-hmm. on the train in, in the US. Mm-hmm. Ye olde West. Or we, that's could, we could go to one of them like old steam train uh, places in the UK where they have like really old-timey trains. There's one up near us in a place called Cuckfield. <laughs> yes, Cuckfield! Whenever we drive past Cuckfield, I do giggle. Uh. I have to say. <laughs> It's um, I think I saw a, a bus going there the other day and I was like, uh, mm. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I, I'd like to play Camp Grizzly in a, in a cabin. In a mm-hmm. cabin Spoopy. And be, and be terrified. Yeah. Spooks, yeah. I love spooks. I, do you know what? We're planning to do this, but we're going mm-hmm. to a big haunted mansion to play Ten Candles. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. Me, me and my mates. That's so scary. Oh, it's it's very scary. <laughs> I say Haunted Mansion. It's it's the house that Zoe grew up in. But <laughs> oh, right. But it looks like a Haunted it's Mansion. Very haunted though. Yeah, it does look like a Haunted Mansion, and it's it does. It's, it's got sure. big tables and candelabras. I think so. We're oh, all wow. good. Um. Yeah, I will <laughs> play camel up on a camel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there it is. Thanks very much, everyone, for your questions. If you would like to get a question to us, when Matt is Email. back... I, thank you. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> when Matt is back, I'm sure the uh, the the time will be slightly more managed <laughs> on this podcast, but we're already over. Um, so thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Wales, how could you avoid this question of how many sweets do you think you could fit into a life-size Danny DeVito pinata? I don't think I actually read it. I just sort of copied and pasted it. I reckon you can fit quite a few sweets in a life-size Danny DeVito pinata. <laughs> Didn't it say lowly slash, slash sweets? No, How... it says lollies, but we get right, confused okay. because of lollies. <laughs> lollies is one L. But anyway, okay. uh, send us an email at podcast at dicebreaker.com. Subscribe to us here on youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker. Read dicebreaker.com. All that good stuff. Uh, join us to Dicebreaker Plus for exclusive behind the scenes stuff, badges, and the merch. Merch as well. Lovely, lovely merch. lady t shirt here. Get, like this and various Oh, other and shirts. this one. I forgot I was wearing oh. it. Yeah, look, we've got Ooh. the brand new hoodie. Beautiful stuff. Uh, check out the link in the description below for that. But thank you very much for watching. This has been the Dice Breaker Podcast. I hope you have enjoyed your stay uh, and I hope you have at least had some semblance of what the hell we're talking about. We will see you next week, Friday, <coughs> Ooh, for another live oh, recording. <laughs> but until then, 
Uh, <laughs> keep an eye on the channel tomorrow where we've got that dust spider, that spider that we're talking about. And of course, we've got the escape room coming up in the next couple of weeks. Woo! But me, is there any, something, anything interesting that you're excited to release on the website that you want to talk about at all? Nope. All right, then. Nah. Thanks very much for watching. Right. We'll, we'll see you on the next podcast or the next video. But until then, have a lovely day. Goodbye. Bye.